Hello again. I'm back. It's a rainy Tuesday today. Just cloudy and drizzling. Easy going. Relaxing. And uh, I just wanted to update you guys a bit as to what's been going on in my life. Because the last one here was... What was it? I think Thursday I recorded the last one. Not quite sure. It's been a while. But a bunch of interesting things have happened since. Unexplainable things, exciting things, mind-blowing things, and just generally cool things. So what what happened? What happened over the weekend, Chris? I went out with some friends up north on a little bit of a vacation, a little bit of a getaway. Because here in Montreal, it's a fairly popular thing for people to own a second home up north in, uh, in the lake regions, in the forest region, the mountainy region, kind of like a chalet or cottage house. Second house for the winter if you want to go skiing up there, camping in the summer, fishing in the summer, all that good stuff. So we rented out one of those chalets from somebody, and the five of us got together and just had a, had a great time away from the city, away from all the buzz, movement, away from the technology, away from the phones and computers, away from the TVs, away from all the commotion, and into a different, a different kind of pace, because stuff moves a bit slower up there. It's more natural, obviously. I mean, the house was built in a forest by the hillside. You can see the mountains rising in the background. The mountains move slowly. The forest changes slowly. It's much different than the city. Way less people. Very isolated. And it was nice. It was a great change of pace. It was what we needed. We were starting to get a little bit stir-crazy here in the city. Too much commotion. I certainly felt it. They felt it, and uh, we were looking forward to it, and then we went and did it. One of my friends brought some uh, fishing gear. Another friend, Kevin, he bought his stand-up paddleboard so we can go uh, paddle a bit on the lake. And it was a great time. And I can kind of feel it in myself now. I'm a little bit slower, a little bit calmer. My thoughts are a little more collected, I'd say. Some of them are, you know, still buzzing around the back of the head, but it was it was a nice change. We certainly reconnected as friends, too. <laughs> Another one of my friends, Will. Maybe I'll have him on my podcast next, fairly soon. I'd like to. He brought some uh, a little joke we were going to play on our girlfriends. He brought some stick-on tattoos. So I don't know if you can see here. There's one here. This one was cool. It was like a, like a monkey with many eyes. It was kind of Mesoamerican, that kind of uh, native Mesoamerican artwork stuff. Here's another one. Wizard. Same sort of style, like Native American-esque, you know. Really cool artwork on those. I actually have them over there. On my uh, my shelf, 
the rest of them to pay some. So we were going to play this joke on our girlfriends, you know, boys trip out to the cottage, going out and do a crazy thing and just get tattoos, right? We kind of low-key did it where we took a group picture with some of the tattoos exposed and his girlfriend got the message. <laughs> she was like, oh, what, what are those on you? And, you know, played a nice prank on them. I forgot to send that image to my girlfriend. I actually only showed her when I got back. You know, I had a shirt on, so everything was covered. Went over to her house. We had a nice time. We were talking. And then suddenly I was like, oh, hold on. I completely forgot to tell you. We got tattoos while we were there. And she freaked out. She was like, there's no way. You, you, you would never do that, Chris. And I was like, yeah, you want to bet? <laughs> Pulled out my shirt, showed her, and she freaked out. She was like, it's got to be a joke. There are those rub-off ones. But get this, these don't rub off. They're really, really high quality. I mean, he picked out some good ones. So I rubbed it pretty hard, and it didn't come off, and she believed me. <laughs> it was so funny. It was, it was really funny, because we had talked about tattoos before, and uh, we both kind of want to get one. We're just not sure what. I kind of have an idea. I might get some eagle wings on my back. But uh, it's a big commitment, and she's not sure what she wants to get. But she, we wanted to do it together. And she was like, oh, you betrayed me. We talked about this. We were supposed to do it together. It's a pretty funny prank. Well, no. But, uh, you know, besides that, I mean, so many things happened on this trip. One of the big ones that I want to talk about is uh, our experience with magic mushrooms. And... Um, I personally don't really care about drugs. I think they're pretty powerful tools that we can use when used properly. They could be very dangerous as well if not used properly. I mean, am I a fan? I think now I sort of am. I'm more of a believer. I was kind of skeptical going into it. I mean, weed, I mean, like coffee, alcohol, that kind of stuff here is pretty prevalent. So, you know, normal. And I've had some pretty intense experiences on, on weed before, like, like visionary stuff and going into a dream world. There was one time where I was experiencing synesthesia in front of you who don't know what that is. It's like when you hear sounds, you'll see visuals or like your senses will become intertwined. Smells will manifest themselves as sounds and like, yeah, it was just, it was crazy, and it was really interesting, and, and a bit scary, but very interesting. So, so I've had some of these wild experiences on weed, and I was like, holy shit, you know, real psychedelics like mushrooms? What is that going to be like? I was super scared. I mean, I've had chances to do it before, many opportunities, but I turned them down just because I was too afraid. Really curious... I wanted to know what the hell this is all about, but just too afraid to do it. And this time I took that leap of faith and uh, don't regret it. I mean, I'd say top five experiences in my life. Was it scary? Fuck yeah, it was. I mean, this was, I don't know what the hell was going on at some point. Like It was just so foreign. It's, it's literally indescribable. Some of the stuff that happened to me, I just, I, have no way to put it into language, no way to put it into words. It's just magic, <laughs> like, I, unexplainable. And um, 
yeah, short of me literally giving you a mushroom and saying, here you go, try it for yourself. There's just no explaining it. I can kind of come close and, uh, you know, I would explain it kind of like the mushroom is sort of like a teacher and it's trying to show you something. And at the dosage I took, I took a very small dose. It was very gentle. It was a very gentle teacher. And it was like conscientious of not stretching my mind too thin or too far to make sure that I really don't freak out because, man, I, I came this close to bad tripping many, many times and I was really on the fence. Thankfully, I had my friends with me and they kind of saved me out of it. I mean, they would say certain things and do certain things that would snap me back onto the right track. They took a two, by the way, all except one, Will. He was, he was kind of trip-sitting us. But I had two friends, Talon and Johnny. Johnny is the guy that's been on my podcast. They took much higher dosages than we did, so they were really out there. Kevin and I, we took a low dose, a beginner dose. I think it was around two grams of dried stuff. We made it into a, a tea. We drank out of bowls, you know, to give it that kind of Native American, ancient kind of feel to it. Brewed it with a little tea, brewed it with a little, uh, uh, what's that stuff called? Ginger root. Good stuff. Because those mushrooms were a bit funky. I don't know if they're all like that, but I mean, I guess it's, uh, it's a mushroom, right? <laughs> it's a fungus. It's going to smell woody and funky and they don't taste really good, so... Two other friends, they just they just fucking ate them. They just chewed them up and ate them. But for us, we wanted a, a gentler experience. Took a smaller dose, made it into a very, very relaxing, calming kind of tea that we drank slowly. But yeah, and uh, I'm still trying to unpack that experience because holy shit, it was just so foreign and so alien, and I'd never experienced anything like it. I didn't necessarily have visions or hallucinations like the auditory and visual hallucinations. I've had that on weed before. Like I said, when I plug in some music and I'll close my eyes and really get into a trance on, on cannabis, I'd experience synesthesia. And this happened a couple of times or maybe three times where the music would manifest itself, not just the sound, but as visuals and these dancing colorful shapes that started playing a story for me. And showing me a lesson. And so I, I, like, I think I get it now. You know, when people say these are plant teachers, when the, the natives, they say, these, these substances, these drugs, they're really just plant teachers or mushroom teacher, leaf teacher, stuff like that. I get it. <laughs> like, I've seen it now. It's, it shows you many lessons. And not all of them you'll remember. I mean... When we go to school, do we remember everything? Not really. But a lot of it does stay with us, and, and it challenges us, and we have, to, we have to open our minds to think about things in a new way. It's like, yeah, it's just, but, but, but this is so foreign because it doesn't use language in the way we use it. It's, it's, not, a, it's not a word thing. You know, our teachers, normally human teachers, we talk to each other. We make imagery or we use symbols like letters that represent language and that's how we communicate but this communicates in some other form a form that you'd have to do it yourself to experience because it's not language and we try and 
use language to explain it. That's kind of our framework that we use to understand things. We, we've built this framework of symbolism and, and whatnot, but this just goes beyond it. It's kind of deconstructs the framework and, and shows you what's there behind where your framework was, or it can build out framework in directions you never thought possible and take you there. And you're like, wow, I'm really far from where I used to be. I mean, this is a new area. What, what's going on here? And then, you know, it's just so hard to explain. It's really hard to explain. It's like dreams. You know, I've, I've had a thing here where I've talked about dreams and how, how difficult they are to bring back to reality. Because they're just, it's not reality, it's something else. But this is the weird thing, because I, I was fully awake while this was happening, and, and, and it was real. And this, it's, it's unbelievable. I'll have to make another podcast. Maybe maybe tonight I'll, I'll make one on Truth Serum, just describing this whole experience, because like, holy shit, it was just so foreign. But I also want to talk a little about, bit about the uh, connection and the connections we made and we felt. I mean, sure, as friends, you know, we reconnected and we, we talked and we started to understand each other. And we had a funny conversation about what it means to know somebody. Like, what does it mean to know somebody? And we kind of thought about it. Well, it means they're kind of predictable. You know, a stranger on the street, you don't know them. They have vast potential to do anything. You know, they can run at you, they can run away, they can bust out a gun and shoot you, they can hand you a strawberry, like, who knows what they're going to do, you don't know, they're not predictable, they might start singing a poem to you, you don't know, they're a stranger, but your friend, they're a little bit predictable, you know their patterns, you know what they're doing, at least you think you know, because, uh, Here's the thing, predictability only goes so far, and then, you know, you take a substance like a mushroom or smoke a little bit of weed, suddenly things become unpredictable again, and it could be a little scary, because now your friends are doing and saying things that they normally would do, but there's a different meaning behind it, you know, I, I kind of compare it to uh, like a radio, imagine like, like your mind is a radio and you're tuned into one station say it's your favorite music station, whatever. And that's kind of how you experience life normally, tuned into this one frequency. But then you take a drug and it exposes that there's many different frequencies, potentially infinite frequencies that you can tune into and you could jump between them. And uh, suddenly things start having different meanings. There's different information coming at you just like a radio station you know you could flip between them and you're listening to different info you're listening to different sounds different music whatever it might be and you could flip between them at will seemingly and sometimes you can go in between and hear both at the same time and so this is kind of how reality felt where i was having a conversation with my friend and what they were saying you know normally would make sense but there was many levels of meaning between it. It was like, uh, yeah, just, just many different meanings and levels. And they were conveying different messages on each one of these frequencies. And it was cool because you can kind of, like I said, tune in to the different ones. 
and it was like you just picked up a new conversation, but you knew exactly where you were still, but you're just picking up a different conversation, yet speaking the same words. So it made me question, like, what, what even is language? It just made me question everything. And I kind of left with more questions than I had answers. <laughs> I don't even know if I got any answers. I just got more questions. If anything, it made me realize, Chris, you don't know anything. But even that in itself is a paradox, because it's like, I'm telling you I know that I don't know. So how do I know that I don't know? If I really don't know, I wouldn't know that I don't know. <laughs> It's, it's just odd. Really, really strange stuff. Mind-bending mind stuff. Would I do it again? Yeah, probably. Probably. Still freaky as fuck. I mean, some freaky things happened to me. Some uh, potentially dangerous things could have happened to me. I mean, I had some weird thoughts. I was, you know, at some point I was sitting with my friend Kevin and we were just discussing, you know, what the hell are consequences? And why do we fear certain consequences so much? We've never tried them. Like, for example, I've never tried biting off my thumb. Right? How do I know it's a bad thing? What if it's a very positive thing? Other people tell me, well, you know, if you don't live with a thumb, it's a bad thing. But I've never felt it, right? And then I was like, this could get really dangerous, you know? Because... Certain curiosity is a bit dangerous. It could put you in places that you're unprepared for and face consequences that perhaps you might regret. I mean, who knows, right? But yeah, wild trip, wild trip, the whole thing. It was a trip within a trip. We took a trip up north and then we tripped out on mushrooms within the trip. And then the mushroom trip took us on many different... There was, like, different phases in it, too. So it was, like, trips, then trips, then trips. And that in itself sort of taught me a lesson. It was, like, well, kind of confirmed what I already thought in that life is a bunch of cycles within cycles, like a fractal. Everything is just a cycle. Vibrations, waves, are cycles of up and down. Light is a wave. Light is just a vibration of the electromagnetic field, some energy vibrating through it at different frequencies. And, uh, you know, we can tune into the different colors, but they're all here all the time. But, you know, I could see red on my wall. I could tune into gray and blue. And there's different ones. There's ones that aren't visual. There's frequencies below that. You know, there's just like microwaves, radio waves. I've been tuned in with my radio. And above that, ultraviolet. X-rays, gamma rays, I mean, they're hitting us right now from the sun. Some of them get blocked out by the atmosphere, but, like, there's still a bit of it. We can't really tune into it most of the time. Maybe we can. Maybe we just have to smoke a little cannabis or <laughs> drink some mushroom soup. And suddenly, maybe there's a third eye in there that can't see these. Maybe that's how I was seeing the many different levels, the many different meanings of what was happening. I don't know. I really don't know, but it's just, it's curious. And uh, a bit strange. So yeah, I guess my mind really isn't still at ease. Feels a little bit at ease, a little slower. I can feel myself talking slower than I normally do. More relaxed. <laughs> 
there's still a lot happening in here. Anyways, gotta get on with my day. Maybe I'll make another video. Kind of discussing what the hell this stuff is. More in depth. I'll see you guys soon. You know, I kind of forgot to mention the whole reconnection thing. Kind of felt like what I've already been suspecting, that everything is connected. The mushroom kind of showed me that, yes, everything is reconnected. Everything is interconnected. It always has been, always will be. And, uh, yeah, it was just very calming, very reassuring, knowing that everything out there depends on everything else, and everything is equally important. And you can't miss a single piece. It's impossible. Each piece has its place. And I kind of felt like my position in the universe was very, very important. Like I had my role to play, my specific role. Now, I don't know what that role is exactly, but I know I have it. Like, imagine the world like a big puzzle. A big jigsaw puzzle. This is obviously way too simplified, but just for the sake of argument. The universe is a giant jigsaw puzzle. And you're just one piece of it. But without you, the jigsaw puzzle will be incomplete. There would be no jigsaw puzzle without you, without that individual piece. And you connect to the other ones. And through the other ones, you connect to all the rest. And they all depend on you being there. Just as much as you depend on them being there. Because if they weren't there, you'd just be alone. But you're not. You're part of a one whole. Another way to put it, and I've always wondered about this. The cells in your body, they seem to be independently acting. You know, we learn in biology that each cell is its own little living creature, and it does what the laws of physics and causality tell it to do, what the laws of chemistry and biochemistry tell it to do. It's governed by these laws, but yet somehow it seems to know and act in cooperation with all other cells in its, in its group. And that group acts as an organ and that organ acts as part of a, a unit, as part of an organism. And they somehow know how to cooperate. Even though they're all out for their own survival, and they just want to do what they want to do, they somehow have this intuition to work as a unit, to work as an organism, to work together. I kind of felt that in my own life. Like, I'm just a cell. A very small cell, part of a much larger organism. Not that I'm not important. I'm very important. Without me, that organism would not function. Without all my other cells, comrades, friends, brothers, sisters, fellow humans, this greater organism would not function. And it's up to us to make it function. So we have our own place. We have our own free will. We can choose what we need to do. It's not like we're being forced to do this. It's not like... Yeah, there's no force here. 
It's a choice, and we have a choice to make it work or not. And if we don't make it work, you know, it's like a cancer. But we're free to be cancer cells too. <laughs> and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's cancer in all of our bodies all the time, and without it, certain cells would have nothing to do, and they might actually go rogue and start attacking the body itself rather than these cancer cells. So these cancer cells still have a purpose. And just everything seemed to fit together, just so perfectly. It was amazing. Now, I can't really describe it in language as clearly as the mushroom showed me, but man, oh man, it's it, it never felt clearer. Was it a hallucination? Was it just coincidence? Was it just my own mind being introspective and kind of feeding off my own preconceived notions? I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. But that's how it felt.